Maybe you're like me and you like to look at companies' logos and find something hidden in that, maybe a hidden symbol or a message. So if you are like that, then you know the FedEx logo has a hidden arrow and the Chick-fil-A logo has a hidden ichthus. Some people say Wendy's has the word mom, although I think Wendy's denies that that's supposed to be the word mom. It might just be a fluke thing. Together, of course, has a hidden meaning in the green heart, which is the E in the word together. And if you don't know all the symbolism behind that, then you'll just have to keep listening to my episodes or find the one that has it in there. But, um, you know, the, the point of all that is it's cool to see it. And once you see it, you can't unsee it, right? So I'm actually looking at a FedEx box that is sitting in our office right now, and I can't not see the arrow. It's just what I see. We have a sign that has um, like little dark lines in it, and it's all the outline of the letters for the word Jesus. But if you look at it and you only see the dark, it doesn't look like anything, but when you look around it, it says the word Jesus, and I can't look at that anymore without seeing the word Jesus, although some people look at it and only see the dark outline. I don't know what that says about you as a human being when you can't see that, but <laughs> um, you know how those optical illusion things work. But the point is, we once we start to notice something, it's what we always see, and we can train ourselves to see it and then not be able to unsee it, right? That is what I want to talk about on this episode, becoming pros at noticing things within ourselves, within those around us and our families. Come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to families that stick together to step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted, turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome friend with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, who steals the Butterfinger and Kit Kat candy from my Halloween basket, Jennifer Zombio. So for this week's episode, I had a ton of ideas of what to talk about. And I kept going back to a conversation I had with a friend last week. We were on a walk, and I shared with her a story about one of my children and something that I was not too proud of my child for doing. Um, It was just a friendship situation. It wasn't anything terrible, but I noticed it and I wanted to talk to her about it. And she didn't even notice it in herself. And once I brought it to light, she felt bad and we fixed it and you know now she can move on and and notice it more in her life and I thought okay should I do an episode on friendship this week and I'd like to do that sometime but that's not the point of it I think the point 
of why that conversation with my friend was so good and why we both got something out of it is that we both realized the importance of noticing things and being aware of what is happening around us with other people, with our spouse, with our children, and even within ourselves. So for today's episode, I want you to walk away feeling like you really thought of this again. You know, I think we get so caught up in our days and just the routine of everything that we forget what is actually happening around us on a daily basis. And especially within our home, because it starts to feel so comfortable and you know, the the running around with our kids is the same day in, day out. We start it again the next week. And with our spouse, we might just go through the motions of the day, plop down on the couch at the end of the night and start all over the next day. And we forget to notice what's happening. So my goal would be for you guys to leave this episode thinking more about that and then having some motivation to just look at your day differently this week, just day by day, and maybe take some of the ideas from this this little chat we're going to have and implement it in your home. If we're going to talk about the idea of recognizing things and being aware, then there are six areas that I think are going to affect all of us and be the easy things that we could evaluate on a regular basis. So those would be, of course, noticing others, friends, people outside of our home, things like that. Noticing myself, my spouse, my children, my home itself, and our spiritual life. We all know that we are called to love God and love others, and this requires a lot of sacrifice and a lot of service to one another. And I think when we get caught up in our regular days and all the busyness, we can forget this, not because we want to, not because we don't care about it, we certainly do, but because it just, we get caught up in the routine of things and don't always take time to stop and notice what's going on with our relationship with God and our relationship with others. I could take a lot of angles with this episode, but I want to keep it pretty short and mostly just give you prompts to think about because I think each one of these could be broken down into its own episode or a book or a course or anything I wanted to make it into. But again, let's just keep it at prompts and make you and myself start thinking about these things in a different light and hopefully bring some real good um, thought processing and conversations at home and and change to our lives where we need it and a re-emphasis on what is good. I think when we have this conversation, the first thing we need to talk about is what am I noticing in myself? Okay, so when we look at that, what am I doing well? What is something that is working that is a success in my home that's a success for myself right now? Where do I feel like I'm really winning? Am I, am I doing a good job sticking to something I've been trying to be consistent with? Or am I being a really good friend right now? Am I doing a good job meeting one of my child's needs? Am I doing a good job sticking to my morning devotional or cutting back on this thing that has been negative in my life or whatever it is, right? 
And then what is holding me back? What am I noticing about myself that holds me back from being a better person each and every day? So I'll tell you something that I noticed in myself and that Matt and I have talked about because he pointed it out to me is I need a bedtime routine badly. It's killing me. If I do not set a time to go to bed, I will stay up too late finding something to do like laundry or to gather stuff or scrolling mindlessly online or whatever it is. And then it, it makes me go to bed late, not get enough sleep. I wake up a little before six o'clock to get my kids up for school and it just causes this ripple effect. And if I am too tired, once they go to school, I might find myself wanting to fall back asleep. Well, if I fall back asleep, then I lose that time period. Even if it's 20 minutes, I lose that for being productive. And it just makes me feel so backtracked. So what am I noticing about where I'm succeeding and where I might be failing and what is holding me back? Number two, let's notice what is going on with our spouse. Do we have enough alone time? And what does that look like? Does it look like us just sitting on the couch together at night and us on our own device? Is it just us watching a show together? Is that actually fulfilling what we need to grow together? Are we making a date night happen if we don't have the means either time-wise or financially to go on this date night? Can we sneak out and take a walk? Can we sit on the back porch when the kids are asleep because they're too little for us to leave? Can we have some focus time where we are looking at each other? Can we make dinner together? Can we do the dishes together at the end of the meal? Where can we find that alone time and make it quality. And every time we're looking at these answers, let's remember it's not always about quantity. It's about quality. Make those times count. And if we're talking about spouse, remember we have together for date night. You all, that that is an awesome tool. It really is. It's tw- Well, it's $25 is what I was going to say, but it's 105 stickers that you peel and you just talk. It's over seven different categories. They do not give you a one-word answer. It is not, nothing in there talks about marriage or kids. It just doesn't. The whole thing was designed for you guys to grow stronger, go deeper, and and do it in a way that doesn't make you feel like you're talking about marriage and kids all the time, but really growing close as who you are as a human being and what you desire out of life. Now, you can certainly move it towards marriage and kids and answer that way, and that is very good and necessary because you are trying to always become better at that. But I I wrote it that way so that this could be for um, people who aren't necessarily married. They might just be dating and want to get to know each other better. And I wanted it to work for the couple who's been together for four decades or whatever. So anyway, that is a fabulous tool for having that alone time and making it about quality and not always about quantity. Number three, the the next thing we need to notice is, of course, our children. What are their struggles right now? Can you see that they are struggling with something at school, with some kind of self-esteem thing, with a sibling relationship, with a friend, with confidence? What is it? Are they struggling 
can you tell that they're working hard to achieve a goal? Are they working to better themselves? And you haven't really taken time to notice that, but you can see now that you stop and think about it, that, oh my gosh, they're really trying to keep their room clean or they are working to have a better relationship with their sister. Do you see this once you stop and try to pay more attention? Are you noticing how friends are treating them and how they are treating friends? Do you notice that they might leave somebody out? Are they getting left out? What do you see in your children when you stop and take time to really notice? Number four, our home. What is chaotic in my home right now? What emotions does the environment of my home create in us, our family? And what does it create in those who visit our home? We have talked about that on here before. And, you know, we have six people living in my house. And (laughs) our house is not always the best environment um, as far as, like, being clean. It's just not. That's not going to happen. But what I have tried really hard to do is make the environment where we all gather a lot, which is our family room and kitchen, I have tried to make that feel very calm and inviting. And of course, we get the clutter on the counters and it can get crazy for a little bit. But those are the two places I've tried to focus and keep our table clear from clutter. We don't drop anything on our table. We try to have designated space for you know the arts and crafts or the games or whatever. And if it gets out there, it gets put away. But what is your home like? Have you noticed lately what kind of emotion that is creating in people? And when people come into your home, I think that's telling of what they're going to get there. And it's okay if it's messy. I, I mean, the beginning of my podcast says, step right over the pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted. That is accurate. Um, turn right past the pile of paper still out from last month's school project and all of our homework and all of that. And there's going to be dishes in the sink. That's, that's real. But are they also getting a warm, inviting feeling? So it's not just the physical environment, but what does that bring? Notice that. Number five, of course, notice others. If we want to serve others, we have to know their hearts and know what's happening. Do we see people who need a kind word? Does someone that is in our circle need help? Do they need to take a walk with you? Do they need to grab coffee? Do they need you to help have their child over after school so they can get some things done? Do they need a meal made for them? Do you notice how they fill you up or how you fill them up? Do you guys have this mutual beneficial relationship that would help each other if you gave each other more time? Do you see what they might need in their life that you could actually be a perfect person to give this to them. And yes, it might require some sacrifice and it requires a little more planning, but can you do that? And then finally, number six, our spiritual life. This is, you know, such a, um, a predictor, I think of everything else in our, in our life. If we are not noticing what is happening in our spiritual life and how strong we are growing it and keeping it, then it will have an impact on everything else. 
And maybe not right away, but it will progressively start to affect everything in our lives. How are we feeding our spiritual life? How are we staying in the word of God? How are we being Jesus Christ to everyone we meet? How are we exhibiting that in our home? How are we forgiving each other? If our spiritual life and our faith is something that is valuable in our family, do our children see that? Are they seeing you as mom, as a leader in the family? Are they seeing you working to be better at that each day, to be holier, to be better than you were yesterday? Are they seeing that you're striving for that in the family? Do they see it as an example in your life? Are you going to church? Are you praying together? Are you doing devotionals? Don't forget last week, there was a great devotional from Lindsay Driscoll. I just wanted to throw that out here because I started doing it with my daughters and it's awesome. It's just an intentional way that we can keep scripture a part of our lives and learn the character of the women from the Bible. But what are you doing? What, how are you nurturing that spiritual life? Are you noticing these things? Again, you can just hear from the, the few things that we talked about today. There are so many angles we could take this discussion. And again, the, the big thing I wanted to say was just, let's all stop and notice this. Have we done an audit lately? and slow down enough to think about it? Can you take some of these questions and bring them to your family at dinner tonight? Or can you take these on your next walk with a friend and and talk about it together? I think there's so much good accountability to come from having that good friend who we can talk about this stuff with and learn from and share experiences. Is this something also that you can maybe sit on the couch with your spouse tonight and talk about and say, hey, I was listening to this podcast, Families That Stick Together. You know that one I listen to every week. I love it so much. (laughs) Um, But Jennifer was talking about all these things we need to notice. And I feel like I haven't thought about this lately or, you know, notice this in our child what do you think about this? How do you think we can make her grow stronger and become a better person? And what do you think about what we could add to our marriage so that we have more alone time? I want nothing more than for your family to keep growing strong and my family to keep growing strong and just see that we are truly changing this world from inside our homes first because we all know when we do that, that is what has the power to change our communities. And it sounds cliche, but it's not. It's the truth because what we do when we go out into the world and go to the grocery store and send our children to school and go sit on the sidelines and have these conversations is we bring all this goodness and everything we're working on to become a stronger family and we bring it to other people and they learn from us and they see examples and they might see us mess up and we pick back up and keep going and and keep striving for what we really know God intends for our family. So keep going strong out there. I love to hear your ideas. If you have any, send them my way. Take a screenshot of this episode, tag it, and let me hear what your thoughts are on it. And also, if you want to bring more of these types of discussions to your family, go to togethermoments.com and pick up your Together for Family dinner. It's such an easy way to have awesome prompts that give you really good, deep conversation within 10 minutes or less and, and really 
see the heart of each person in your family, do great character building, laugh, have fun, and grow closer, of course. Take time to gather together to grow and speak the words that matter. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.